Hello, 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 hello. This is your girl, Golden Chick, and you're welcome once again to Secret Pink Closet. This is where we discuss unfiltered truths about sex, relationship, marriages, and lots more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy while I bring you interesting topics. Bye. How to end your emotional dependency. I'm talking about this because I've been here before and I know what it is. So I'm willing to help as many people as possible that is going through emotional dependency being emotional dependent yes on your partner is very dangerous learn how to overcome it before it undoes your relationship when we allow our happiness to rely too much on one person it can have dangerous consequences for our peace of mind and well-being Emotional dependence is a real challenge and a real difficulty to overcome. It takes a great deal of courage to tap into the strength that help us get beyond our needs for others. But it's necessary in order for us to reach our true potential. Having a certain amount of emotional dependency in our partner is normal but when our happiness comes to rely on them it becomes an imba- it becomes unbalanced and unhealthy and it's not advisable it is vital for our partner to offer support to us when it's needed but anything outside of that can be crippling Learning how to stand on your own is painful and it takes facing some uncomfortable truths and traumas that you might prefer to leave buried. Finding our presence and discovering the strength to stand on your own two feet is a beautiful thing though and something that requires that is required for finding a way to true happiness. Now, how to tell if you've got an emotional dependence problem? Because a lot of people don't know. Often, we make mistakes. Our feelings of obsession or dependence for feelings of love or attraction it's easy to lose yourself in those feelings and if not properly identified you will lose your authenticity in the process yes dependence is not love at all and it can never be this either starts as children 
when we are not appropriately loved by the people who mean the most to us, especially our parents, and is perpetuated over time as we jump from one loveless coupling to the next. When we miss out on this love as a child, we search for it constantly as an adult. The longing never goes away. Just it gets just stronger. How the dependence wheels start turning. Having such a lack of love leads to feeling of low esteem. Yes. This inability to value and trust ourselves creates a negative cycle of need which can feed the disorders that cause us to constantly seek security in others. Sorry, It's the results of emotional blackmail that teaches us that in order to have worth, we have to meet impossible and even deplorable expectations. Over and over again, we are out ourselves in a submissive role hoping to reduce the years of damage that's been done it's not possible to be healed by someone though you have to heal that broken child that lives inside of you on your own this is something you do by yourself that starts with recognizing when you have a problem with emotional dependence and it ends with taking the steps you need to correct this dependence and increase your confidence now let's go over recognizing the problem emotional emotionally dependent people yes aren't just insecure they have an obsessive need to be close to and attached to other people this kind of extreme insecurity just leads to insecurity about the future and an obsessive fear of losing love. Dependent people have an almost insane fear of not being good enough, which comes from their deep-rooted childhood traumas and disappointments. They also have a constant feeling of anxiety that makes it hard for them to accept the psychological and physical suffering that comes along with love or loss especially children that lost their parents at at a tender age or children that weren't loved enough okay in the right environment a dependent person can be given loving and passionate to a fault but trigger the fear they turn into a different person entirely living in this constant state of flux and fear is destructive to who we are at our core but recognizing it takes patience the secret to building relationship that lasts is not preventing the hurts of the past is developing the best part of ourselves for the future but coming to recognize that is difficult to do
the dangers of emotional dependence. For those of us with parents and grandparents from the bygone and baby boomer ages, we know firsthand the dangers of emotional dependence. Our mothers and grandmothers came from an age when dependence was the only means for survival for women. They were coached to base all of their happiness on the success and happiness of the people around them rather than themselves. Like they prefer making sure their husband is happy and okay and the children are very okay and happy. They are all successful and without thinking about themselves. And this led to a whole host of problems later on down the road when they realized their lives had value. Emotional dependence is dangerous and even more so when we fail to recognize it in time to prevent it. It's nefarious oh sorry it's nefarious patterns. Depending on others for our happiness is to build a castle on shifting sands you are setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for danger and that is so many people's problem over failed relationships a loss of self-esteem yes through emotional dependence stems from a lack of self-esteem and it's also a self-esteem destroyer of its own determining our confidence subtly and over time when we come to dependence emotionally on our spouse or partner whoever we are dating we run the risk of losing the person that we love by losing ourselves Our insecurities compact and compound, eating away at our confidence and our relationship as we lose touch with the person we were when the relationship began. Isolation and loss of social skills. Finding ourselves in such toxic, all-consuming relationships can cause us to isolate ourselves and lose touch with our friends. When we cut off our connection with the outside world, we quickly lose the social skills that are invaluable to our long-term happiness. Feeling as though we are trapped and without strength leads us little by little to isolate ourselves from the things and people that fill our lives with joy. It also encourages us to turn inwards, stroking our inner critic and destroying our self-confidence over time. Now, let's talk about physical and psychological abuse. Isolating ourselves with partners who we rely on for everything from our happiness to our sustenance amplifies the danger and possibility of physical and psychological abuse in a relationship at some point 
one partner may misunderstand the other partner's dependence to be a sign of weakness. This situation can lead to an imbalance of power and one partner assuming the dominant role. The longer isolation occurs, the more sinister the dominant role can become. Until one or both spouses find themselves in an especially dangerous and destructive destruction situation i'm sorry it is uncommon it is not uncommon to find serious abuse in relationships where emotional dependency is high when one person feels as though someone is entirely dependent on them for happiness it becomes easier for them to act out by exerting pressure lying and being hostile and even contemptuous this happened to me and i never knew that i was emotionally dependent until i found out that i had this problem i decided to fix it as soon as possible and I must tell you, everything has changed for me. Because I found out that in my relationships, I was having the same pattern. Guys not being nice to me and all that, in as much as I was so good to them, especially the ones that I fell in love with. Okay? So, let's go over. Destruction of well-being. Emotional dependency isn't just a state of mind. It's a verifiable psychological disorder that's manifested in many different ways and in different stages of our lives. Being dependent on another person runs deep. And being such a critical part of who we are it plays a big part where our emotions and well-beings are concerned. Dependent people often suffer from dysphoric moods or sudden mood changes that make them unpredictable and difficult to deal with. They can also suffer from degraded mental states and often suffer with depression stress, anxiety, and severe feelings of guilt, emptiness, and loneliness, despite their relationship status. How to stop your emotional dependency? Unfortunately, there is no hard and fast rule book when it comes to dealing with emotional dependency in many cases getting past the traumas that manifest this disorder take professional help but there are steps we can take to help get ourselves past our weakest moment note Emotional dependency is very serious and should be treated as one. Yes, 
if you think you might be dealing with problematic dependence issue reach out to someone you trust or a professional with experience in relevant traumas if someone dependence is something you've been struggling with for a long time further your understanding by using these simple techniques for getting back in touch with the strong authentic person you are on the inside now number one practice being there for yourself we want to connect with other people yes but it's our connection to self that has the most transformative powers it's important to learn to look after yourself and it's important to learn that you can depend on you no matter what your needs won't go away just because you ignore them or just because someone else dismisses them you are important you deserve to be valued for who and what you are simply because you're a human being alive on this planet earth practice being there for yourself by recognizing your needs and understanding that it is okay to prioritize them over the desires of others embrace your passions interests and curiosities with open arms and don't hide yourself or your light be dampening it for someone else's glow we can all learn to love ourselves but it takes a willing commitment just like any other relationship yeah you may not be able to fulfill all your own needs but you can still fulfill most of them you just have to roll up your sleeves and give it a try instead of waiting on someone else to fill them for you now i have tips for you tips for being there for yourself more often i've tried it and it worked for me recognize your needs and prioritize your well-being manage your needs regularly and don't be afraid to stick up for them another one treat yourself every week if you have the money go to the spa take care of yourself lay down lay down on that bed let them massage you okay do facials glow up for yourself but also do something for your future every week like save do some regular physical exercise and refuse to let yourself wallow when you could be doing something productive you can join a group a club an active group you know go out there meet people i'm sure you will be better involve yourself in one thing or the other it can be outreach medical outreach or so many other things that you can get yourself busy with number two 
stop giving away your responsibilities to self when we are not sure how to look after ourselves emotionally it becomes convenient to pass the responsibility off to someone else but that's a definitive way to find yourself in trouble after all no one can look after your emotions but you 100% responsibility of yourself is yours in order to become the strongest and most stable version of ourselves we have to be able to develop our self-reliance this self-reliance makes us more resilient to the stress that life throws our way and makes it survivable when our loved ones let us down my dear giving away your responsibilities is weak and it encourages more weakness in your life self-reliance is the key to escaping our needier and nastier traits but it's hard to to master and an even harder one to maintain be kind to yourself love yourself and have the courage to stand up for the things you need most it's not wrong no one is going to provide those things but you the sooner you realize that the better off you will be reparent yourself this is number three reparent yourself if you are someone that came from a broken home and or a broken family learning how to lovingly reparent yourself can be an invaluable tool to turning things around for the better it is often our broken inner child that is responsible for the heartbreaks of our adult lives because we expect too much from people. The things we couldn't have when we were growing up and when we happen to get into relationships as adults, we expect those things from them. And at the end of the day, if we don't get it, we suffer a heartbreak. Now, these poorly and broken beings dwell within each of us and have an uncanny way of rearing their heartbroken faces each time we face stress or adversity in our lives. Dealing with our inner children can be difficult, but it's necessary to cultivate healing in our lives. Learning to tap into this inner child also allows you to lovingly reparent yourself. Though that's a skill that's priceless. The art of reparenting ourselves starts with sensing and genuinely expressing the hearts of injured inner child 
and ends with resolving them peacefully and rationally through understanding. Now, when we allow the child inside of us to be vulnerable, we allow ourselves to be as we are, resolving to let this broken child with loving intention allows you to express yourselves yourself honesty honestly and openly don't be afraid no to let the little being know that their feelings are scary but harmless tell them that they will pass in time but they have to be brave enough to let them go you can follow this up with a statement of action but whatever you do let the pain in and let yourself feel it and embrace it fully i want to tell you that you should develop a process with this child that allows you to handle your emotions in a healthier more stable way honor your thoughts allow them to come in the moment as they are but redirect those fears and hearts that keeps you chained to the past redirect them to something else or change if it means you speaking out loud when we are going through a hard time it can seem impossible to find a balanced way to think yes by reparenting ourselves we can find a path to happiness and acceptance it just takes persistence number four recognize your own emotional cruelty Mm -hmm. dealing with ourselves harshly is a coping mechanism and it's one of that does more that more harm than good Eh? is one that does more harm than good when you're overly harsh on ourselves when we are very harsh on ourselves we start to shy away from the inner monologue and look to others to reprieve for reprieve you can undo this pattern of self-criticisms forgive yourself find a better way to deal with yourself and your emotions when the going gets tough realize that there is a genuine suffering in your life and accept that sometimes you are the cause of it accept that there's a better way and recognize that being hard on yourself is being is doing nothing but compounding your negative emotions and is affecting you recognizing our own emotional cruelty can be a hard thing to do but take a second look you often see that you are your own worst enemy number five identify and let go of self-destructive patterns 
Most of our neediness stems from the hard things that happened to us in our childhood or adolescence. By identifying these events and identifying better ways to respond to them, we can undo the hurts of the past and help stop the self-destructive patterns that do so much damage to our mental and physical well-being. Exploring our past is the key to unlocking the handcuffs of right now. Right now, I must tell you the truth as a therapist. Now, there is no substitute for a good therapist. But you can do a lot of good just by opening up to yourself brutally and acceptingly. The aim is to learn how to let go of the past rather than letting it define you. There's no one path to that. There's no one. But there there are a few techniques that can help. The first is identifying the triggers that keep you linked negatively to the past. These are the behaviors, people, or habits that bring up all the bad stuff that leave you feeling funky and unloved. When you know what triggers, when you know your triggers, sorry, you start to see the footfalls of the traps and can avoid them before you find yourself in catastrophe. Learning how to identify triggers and patterns before they happen also allow us to let go of the illusions that are at the core of our emotional dependency. Especially when you find out that you're loving someone too much, you're getting too attracted to someone too much, a particular relationship is getting to your head, please give it some space. Give it some time so that you can actually sink in the ones, your, your, your past experiences, and it can help you gather the strength to move on. But if you keep it rolling, that is where you start becoming dependent so that is your trigger when you find yourself you're falling too much for someone or someone is trying to get into your head maybe a new relationship cut it off like give it space this is example of a trigger especially when you're going through this kind of thing when you start to pull back the covers and see the reasons for your reaction you start to see the world for the way it is it is rather than the way you want it to be this is the secret to finding ourselves we have to get on the same plane first though that's often the hardest part number six detachment as liberation I mentioned something like this the human mind is a master when it comes to convincing us <laughs> that we need more than what we actually do this is true <laughs> when it comes to our relationships as well and that feeling of love that so many of us craves 
for so desperately. By coming to view detachment as a form of liberation, you can free yourself from the constant need to love and be loved. Hello? While desire is a thing that can often point us in the direction of the things that give us joy, the same time it can be a dangerous bedfellow as well leading us in the direction of what of things that destroy us rather than build us up so you better be careful with your desire just because you have a desire for something doesn't mean it adds value to your life when you see your desire as a part of yourself you have to you have no choice but to act seeing it removed from you however as an impulse that is basic to all animals well that can have some truly transformative powers all on its own so what am i saying it is possible to let go of our desires by deliberately shifting our focus away from things that cause us to obsessively spiral into the need trap in quotes okay if our desires surge upon resistance (laughs) then take the time to sit down and address them and their foundations detaching yourself from your desires is an interesting experience and choice find the lines between what desires must be obeyed and what can be dismissed it's not everything you desire you should go for i'm telling you by the time you do this the answer might surprise you Number seven, develop some patience. Part of embracing your emotional independence is improving the skills and elevating the things you can actually do for yourself. Developing skills takes time and it takes commitment and the resolution never to compromise yourself. Above all though, it takes patience because as they say Rome wasn't built in a day cultivate patience in your life try to have a greater patience for the journey of life in general I know it's not easy yeah like I said earlier I've been here before so I know what it is that you're going through it's not always smooth sailing but there's always a smooth lining to any circumstance the sooner you come to have this patience the sooner you'll be able to get on with developing the skills you need to thrive on your own let go of idealistic expectations this is number eight let go 
of idealistic expectations. Being emotionally dependent forces us to see the world in a very skewed way. When you are dependent on another person in this manner, you become you become more likely to make excuses for their poor behavior or worse make excuses for your own this naive idealism is required to exist in a world where only the external can make you happy the biggest danger with this type of wishful thinking is that it forces us to pull the rule over our own eyes and detach us from reality yes needing someone to be the right person for you makes it easy for you to disregard evidence to the contrary and can often result in keeping you chained to the things that are counterproductive to your growth or dangerous to mental and physical well-being while loyalty is a beautiful thing delusion is not to break free of your dependence on your on other people you have to start seeing things the way they are and people for what and what they really are rather than what you want them to be tips for letting go of false ideas stop confusing friendliness to friendship that someone is nice to you doesn't mean the person is your friend don't confuse casual friendship to loyalty for someone to be your friend doesn't mean that they, they, they must have your interest at heart or they must be loyal to you. Stop doing favors with the assumption that those favors will be returned. Stop confusing romantic curiosity with romantic interests. Number nine, stop confusing your needs with someone else's responsibilities. No. It doesn't work that way no one else in this world is responsible for your happiness but you only you while the attitude of your childhood might have been dependent on your parents or guardians the attitude you have from this moment forward depends on you one of the most important steps on our road in life in coming to accept that our needs are not someone else's responsibility it's tempting to get angry when someone sells us short but it's not the solution to getting where we need to go the real answers are in learning that there are limitations to every relationship friendships and romantic entanglements included you can ask for help all you want or depend on someone to make you happy but at the end of the day they can give you something that they don't have 
No. Imagining that someone or anyone should help you to feel better about yourself is a mistake of epic proportions. The longer you go living your life under this belief, the more miserable you will be. I must be honest with you. The sooner you face reality and face the fact that only you are responsible for your happiness, my dear, the more joy you will find in the little moments of your life. Think about all this. Now, let's talk about number 10. Avoid letting your desire carry get carried away. Now, desire is a powerful emotion and whether or not we know to avoid its pull, the temptation it offers can be too strong. We get carried away by, by our ideas of how life should be and when we don't get the things we want, the disappointment injures us. Avoid this injury by refusing to let your desire get carried away. Observe what it is that makes you go into such longing and develop the techniques you need to resist the temptation that you don't that don't suit your authentic self focus on a healthy self of self-control by detaching yourself from unhealthy desires and the less than worthwhile act they drive you to commit a common side effect of desire is fixation but this obsession causes us to lose touch with the values that make us who we are stop the fixation before it starts by knowing your triggers and how to control them stop it stop it before it starts now tips for checking your desires in check don't confuse childhood traumas or pain as someone being right for you don't confuse the feeling you get about someone with knowing who they actually are stop confusing attraction with the healthy feast stop loving an impression of someone rather than who they really are forget about the impression they are giving you forget about all that it might be just what you were looking for in your mind but concentrate more on who they are number 11 letting go of the need to control others you have to do this though we often confuse emotional dependent people with passive or submissive people this isn't always the case those who are emotionally dependent can be just as manipulative and controlling as those who are not as those who are not in it all comes down to letting go of this need for control 
the less you feel you are able to do for yourself, the more you will come to demand that others do things for you. This can lead to emotional manipulation and an obsession with control that is damaging not only to ourselves but our loved ones as well. Even if you have a noble reason for wanting to control someone else, mm -hmm, manipulating the feelings and action of another is wrong. I must tell you the truth. Controlling other people is counterproductive to our happiness and actually pushes our partners away by forcing them to see us as the broken people that we are. Unable to control ourselves or the way we feel about things going on in our lives. The behavior of others is unpredictable and uncontrollable because they have their own shit. They have their own problems too. They are who they are. They can give you what you desire because you are you. They can only give what they have and what they want to give you. I don't know if you're getting me. Seeking to make it otherwise brings nothing but more unhappiness to our lives. Drop your need to control and influence others by exerting that control and influence over yourself instead. You can't control your own emotions and behavior after all. How the hell are you going to control it anyone else? The answer is you can't. Now, putting, put it, putting it all together, escaping the crutch of emotional dependence isn't easy, but it's necessary in order to f find the strength we need to survive in this crazy roller coaster ride called life. It's possible to learn how to overcome our emotional dependency when you stop to take a hard, honest look at the traumas and histories that make up for who we are by getting back in touch with our inner child and healing the injuries of the past. We can find who we are again and make some serious strides towards a future we can be proud of. Letting go of our need for others is hard. And it's even hard in a world that tells us we need external love in order to thrive drop that lie please and have the courage to live bravely in your truth there's a path to healing out there for you but you have to be strong enough to walk it on your own wow thank you we've come to the end of today's episode and I am so, so happy to have you around. 
you're welcome once again to secret pink closet and it's still your girl golden chick till i come your way again don't forget that i love you so much don't forget to send me email at secret pink palace at gmail or you whatsapp us at plus two three four eight one seven four three eight eight six zero four i'll be expecting your call i'll be expecting your messages bye for now please don't forget to share with your friends your relatives and loved ones bye